podcast. Hello and welcome. Well, I should say welcome back to episode 107 of the Scream Eagles podcast. I'm your host, Ben, and joining me in the Eagles Nest is none other than Billy Night Train Buttons. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, studio audience. And well, it's good to be back. Isn't the audience excited to have us they back as really, well? They sound similar every week, but yeah. today I just can see a little twinkle in their eyes. Yeah. So it's been, uh, we're just talking, it's been uh, before Magic Round. So before Round 8. So Round 7 was the last time we podcast. Wow. Um, we've just had Round 14. Wow. So uh, we've missed as much of the season as we've podcasted for. There you go. So I don't know if you'd call that a break. We're, we're the Tontraboyeviches of seasons, of podcasting seasons. Well, I feel like it's, um, you know, see, like shows these days, what they do is they'll actually split the last season. Oh, okay. So they'll have like a last season, but the last season goes for two years. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so I feel like that's what we've done. Yeah, well... it's We're now it's into a, the second part of the first season. It's a ploy. It's that's a ploy it. to keep the, the Magnificent Seven interested. That's right. Yeah, budget. Don't working. want to be taken for granted. Now, uh, for for those of you who are astute and onto it, you'll notice that I said episode one hundred and seven. Now, the last one up was episode mm. one hundred and five. Mm. So everyone's probably wondering what happened to episode one hundred and six. Well, that's a funny story. Yeah, uh, Cyrus and uh, during the break, Cyrus and I went away for a work trip. Yeah. And we thought after magic after the magic round game after Manly put fifty on the Broncos, which yeah, it's not really it's that no, big no a deal. Big deal yeah. Nah, you wouldn't brag about that. Um, especially if you'd played the Broncos twice, you wouldn't. You know, you wouldn't be bragging about yeah. any Broncos victory. Yeah. Um, we thought, you know, what would be the best thing to do is uh, why don't we do a little remote podcast? Sounds so, good. Yeah, and. I'll tell you what, this was one of the best. It was champagne comedy. Yeah, it was champagne comedy, and I've I've discovered the key to unlocking Cyrus, right? It's like Turbo comes into the side and he unlocks Jason Saab. Yep. You know, it's like um it's like on a computer game, you upgrade. Yeah. You know NBA jam, you put a big head on. <laughs> yeah. So Tom Tom Turbo's big head's Jason Saab. <laughs> Not sure. I reckon Jason Saab's got a pretty big head. <laughs> so um, I found the key to unlocking Cyrus. Yeah. Morning podcast. Oh, yeah. he's a morning guy, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. So we met down in the hotel, had a little uh, breakfast, a little buffet. Yeah. A couple of coffees, mm. a little uh, serve yourself buffet breakfast. Mm, love that in a hotel. Oh, yeah. Really? On. Yeah. So and do you know what Cyrus and I both love? The complimentary hotel slippers. Mate, I go everywhere in those things. <laughs> one time one time I was staying in Perth and I wore them into the city. Nice. I just went, you know what? All I've got is boots and I don't feel like wearing boots. So we went out, wore them to Chinatown, went to dinner. There you just go. in those little Perfect. complimentary hotel slippers. So yeah. um so anyway, so then we came back to so he came back to my room, got the phone ready. Oh hang on. Is a hard stat about to come out? <laughs> <laughs> we both slipped into a complimentary robe. <laughs> Um, and got the phone going mm. and it was, and, then and after was, the phone was going, did you decide to record a podcast? <laughs> uh, Cyrus was on fire. Wow. And it was nice to record a podcast where we were both like putting in Parramatta digs. Uh, yeah. yeah okay. It was good. We yeah. didn't have some sort of annoying little some handbrake. Yeah. Handbrake trying to ruin our good fun. Yeah. Um, little did we know though, that when the, when the uh, phone went to sleep, 
stop recording. I just assumed it would keep recording because who would invent a recording device that shut off when the phone went to sleep? So uh, after about an hour yeah. and a half of champagne comedy, I uh, went back to listen to the goal that we'd recorded. And uh, yeah, the first five minutes, the uh, first five seconds, I should say, were absolute gold. Mm. And then it just fell apart after karma. that. Karma. Karma for making fun of the eels. <laughs> That's it. So um, you did try, though. You tried. Yeah. It's the episode that will never air, but I'm going to recognise it because we it yeah. was, from start to finish, a proper episode. Yeah. But it was just had an audience of two, <laughs> which is five less than we normally have. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Wow. So it's been a hell of a break. I won't say what you've been up to because it's been it's five It's been weeks. too long. It's well, been too long. Yeah. But I, I need give to... give me a highlights package. Well, a highlights package... Uh, I mean, my life is kind of like Groundhog Day. I just get up. Yeah. Uh, starts out Monday. I'm tired from the weekend. Mm. Tuesday, I'm tired from the weekend still. Mm. Wednesday, I get a little spring in my step. I'm yep. starting to feel human again. Yeah. Thursday, I'm really starting to go from, oh, that weekend was, you know, I need to slow down a little bit to like, ooh. What are we doing this This week's weekend? been pretty quiet. I really feel like <laughs> right. I need to do something. I've been in bed since Monday. Yeah. Got to make it worthwhile. Friday and Saturday, it's just on. tear the lid off it and yeah. repeat, go back to <laughs> six wash, again. Yeah. Wash and repeat. <laughs> so that's been kind of the story, but um, I do have to say it's been, it's been a, a fairly momentous week because mm. it was none other than the podcast founder's Birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yep. Um, it's my birthday on uh, the Friday. Yeah. Ju- June the 11th. June the 11th. So uh, it's quite a um, momentum. It was it was a great day. Mm. Not just for me, but for all Manly fans. <laughs> we'll get into that later. But um, you sent me a... You got me a fantastic gift. Yeah, well, I'm uh, going to... Pl- we, pl- we put it up on Twitter. Um, but for uh, those of you not on Twitter... Uh, Billy got me a bit of a message from, you can't see, so just in case you don't recognise his voice, I mean, I'm sure we all will. Well, he'll, he'll tell you who he is. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah. Play it for us, Billy. Okay, let's just make sure you can. Benny, Centre of Excellence from Manly here. Um, Brad Parker, just wishing you a happy birthday. Um, mate, I hope you have a great day. Um, everyone around you gets around you, spoils your rotten. Um, and I just want to say thank you for all your support with the podcast and um, being a loyal fan of the Manly Seagulls. So, mate, yet again, happy birthday and hope to see you at a game in Brookie soon. Cheers, mate. Wow. Wow. Yeah. The centre of excellence the himself. The centre of excellence. I like it how he refers to himself as that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is the type of guy who can get away with referring to himself in the third person. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how he signs his checks. <laughs> His, his signature is actually just C of E. <laughs> um, wow, what a great sport too. Yeah, no, he was it was good. He got he got back very mm. quickly. I did mm. that through uh, Swish. Shout yep. out to Swish. Yep. Uh, had to pay for it. Wow. I tried to go the um, well. It actually um, they don't. It actually goes to a charity. Charity, yeah. yeah. Well, twenty percent of it goes to charity. Right. It's not the whole amount, but I don't think the players get any of it. Oh, though. okay. Swish get the so the Swish gets. Swish gets it, and okay. the 20% goes to charity. So it's all, you could claim that on tax. There you go. Yeah. Not all heroes wear capes award. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I mean, if your phone was in a wheelchair, yeah. it would, you could get a photo with it. Oh, shout out to Ruben Garrick. <laughs> <laughs> um, did we talk? It? I don't think anyway, we we'll get to that. So just before we get into awards and everything, yeah. I didn't want this to get lost. Yeah. 
in the podcast. Because okay. sometimes, you know, we, we, we go off on a tangent yeah. sometimes yeah. and before you know it, it's, we've missed I've what leave. I've yeah. really wanted to talk about. Yeah. So let's complete truth. Let's, yeah. let's, let's put on the truth cap for okay. a minute. Let's not yeah. turn this into a den of lies. Mm. The Gutherino. Yeah. Clint Gutherson's signature dance Ooh, yeah. when he does a when when he scores a try. Yeah. Uh he only does it when they're up, so it's like guaranteed oh, victory. No, not not necessarily. Oh. It's not a guaranteed victory. He does oh, do it okay. when they're up. Right. But he did it against South. So last as a, year. As a para fan. Preliminary final. As a para fan. Yeah. And you see him do that. I love it. Thoughts? Tro- totally love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. I love it. It's Okay. It's uh yeah, I love it. I lo- I lo- used to love it when Jared Hayne did the Hayne plane. Um, I love when Greg Inglis did his Goena little thing. Mm, mm. Um, I love it. I don't. I think it's been blown out of proportion by people that are just like looking for a reason mm. to dislike Gutho. And I get that if you do it, you're gonna get the clap back of when when you lose or when you don't. You get mm. knocked out of a final. Mm. People are gonna be like, oh, well, look at you. Who cares? It's a, it's a post. It's not like disrespectful to his, his opponent. So I love it. I love it. All I'll say is not my captain. <laughs> uh, I'm with you though. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I, I, I liked. Yeah. I, I I love a post try celebration. Love the goanna. Love the um, kangaroo ears that Latrell uh, yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Um, love the Usain Bolt sort of, you know, pointing up in the air uh, yeah, when he wins yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Love the Michael Jordan tongue hanging out when he, you know, do a dunk. Love all that. Yeah. The Gutherino, though. Yeah. To put that in the same category as all those great post try And even Fergus, even Fergus. The flip. Flip. The Nathan Blacklock but, flip. But the Gutherino. I love it. It's just. It's great. Not my captain. I, I, I yeah. think it's it, it, there couldn't be anything worse. Well, you meant to put it. It's meant to be a celebration that you could put on a t-shirt. You put great. that on a t-shirt. Yeah, I'd wear it with pride. Oh, good. Someone actually Let me just quickly take a note for birthday present. Yeah. next year. Someone made a non eels fan actually yeah. got one of those. You know the like hula ladies that sit on a yeah, spring in your car. That. Yeah. I was like, that'd be awesome. So I just thought I'd quickly mm. for all the Cyruses out there that doesn't know what the Gutherino is. It's when he scores a try, he puts his hands up over his head and forms like a diamond mm. with his hands, and then he sort of swivels his hips like it's a weird kind of it's like a bol- bolero type dance yeah. type of thing. It's, oh, it's beautiful. I'm getting a hard stat just thinking of it. It almost came about because I don't think he knew what he wanted to do, and he just sort of did something, and then he did a double one last night. He kind of did it in one direction and then sort of took a step and did it in another direction. Mm. It's not not good. Having said that. Hamoli Olakatano, who is um, the origin bolter for next year, yep. Manly second row. Yeah, um, he's he's got to work on his post try celebrations because he's done a couple and he's fucked them up. <laughs> yeah. Like he when someone else, himself. well, yeah. when someone else has done a try, he came over the That's top right. yeah. and completely missed them all and did a flip in the air and then land on his bum. Yeah. And then yesterday he scored a try. He went to kick it and he like kicked the ball up into the audience. Just completely missed it. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> and he's done it a couple of times. He needs some Gutherino lessons. Well, he needs to come up with something. Yeah. I mean, he's going to score that many that it'd be time well spent. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't understand the Gutherson hate as, you know, I get the para hate because mm. tall poppy syndrome, 
but the Gutherson, I guess it's because Gutho's captain of a big club. I think it just that he looks. Rid- I think he just looks ridiculous <laughs> when he does it. I think everyone's embarrassed for him. You know, like I just think it's like well, we're not there going. Oh, that's so cool! I wish my guys did. It's like mm. I'm embarrassed. You've just done something great by scoring a try, and now you're embarrassing yourself. You've got DCE's got one. He does the robot. Oh no, sorry, he is a robot. I forgot he's got no personality. <laughs> He's the T. See what I did there. He's the T one thousand. He's the Terminator. Yeah, killer yeah. robot. Yeah, I heard. I heard um, Nathan from Twitter at mm. Seagull Spur was saying today, um, next Australian captain now that Boyd Cordner's retired, DCE. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's good enough. I, I don't think he'd be in the starting lineup. I get he's probably the most likely captain, but I think Cleary's playing so well. I I, I uh, was thinking about that as well. He'd be on the bench. Um, but he's I, not the type of player you could put at 5'8", I don't think. Well, that's what I was wondering. I'm wondering if you just play... Munster and Cleary. I'm, wa- I'm wondering whether you can just play them both at 5'8". What about Munster then? He'll what be about, out. What for, about Munster? Well, he's a pretty good what player. About, uh, he is a good player when he's, when when he's, he's on. Yeah. And when he's not, he doesn't contribute anything. He's either completely on fire or nothing. At least like when DCE is not on fire... He's still got his kicking game, mm, and he can th- yeah. still he can still sort of get everyone in position and still sort of control the game a bit. I uh, Munster, it's one of those things where you, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard you, to you know. If you take do, him out of the storm. He's a system player. Yeah, I, I just think he's one of those guys where you know because he went out and got absolutely hammered after the Storms uh, premiership. And then he went and played Origin, still hung over, and he played really well. He's sort of gone to that next level of being, he is Cult. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, he's actually not. Like, I think he's raised, I think he's being raised above a level that he's actually not at. Mm. Um, like, he didn't win the premiership for him. Like, Ryan Pappenhausen was actually a lot better mm. than him on the day. So, I would yeah. say, though, I mean, tough times for Manly fans, you know. Our cap, uh, our well, not our captain thinks he's our captain, Mitchell Moses. But I'm hearing very strong mail that he's he's a lock in for that Lebanese team. So <laughs> we well, don't we don't have any any rep concerns about our halfback. But yeah, wow, I yeah. Think Manly in big trouble. And when is Lebanon next playing? Do you know <laughs> when their next fixture is? Who knows? Um, so I've got a uh, not all heroes wear capes. Bozo Fulton. Oh. Too sad. Too soon. Too soon. Mm. Um, quite a shock. Yeah, because no one even knew. I, I mean, I think all his closest friends, knew, all his close friends, knew you were sick, but it didn't obviously it wasn't, wasn't in ever the reported. public discourse. No, um, but did Manly do a great job in honouring him, which mm. we'll get to later when we talk mm. about the game. I, but no, I think that that's a few weeks ago. <laughs> no, no, game just, against Paris Reserve, great team. <laughs> we just we just pick. Whatever. Okay. We'll just pick one of the last four that okay. we both watched. And I know we both watched that one. I didn't watch that one. Oh, you didn't watch no. it? No. Oh, okay. In fact, we did both watch. I was with you watching the Eels uh, last week game. Uh, South? Yeah. Uh, no. You want to talk about the South game? No, certainly not. <laughs> no. What game? I don't know what you're talking about. I can't even um, It's been a long weekend. But I was actually thinking, is there anyone in the game that's so closely associated with Manly and what he's done for Manly over the course. 
no, of history than, yeah. than Bozo and Manly. Possibly not even any other club. Like, you wouldn't even associate anyone with the club mm. more than you'd associate Bozo with Manly. Like, South used to have George Piggins. Yep. And then he left. Yeah. And he's been arguing with them yeah. forever. Yeah. I can't... No one jumps to mind. No. Like, I mean, he like, went and played for East for a few years. Yeah, but, but he was... But he never... He was sort of past his... Well, I wouldn't say past his prime, but it was in the, in the, it was in the back end of his career... But he won these premierships and came through the great, you know, came mm. through and had all this success with Manly. But then to essentially be there as a coach or as an administrator mm. for the next, what, 40 years, like it's it's going to be interesting to see. It's, that's why it's such a loss for the Manly organisation. Like you talk to all these young players like Josh Schuster who came through, the Turbo Brothers, all of them were brought to Manly yep. through Bozo Fulton. And it's like, you know, his, his son runs the lower, coaches the lower grades and everything. Yeah. Um, and his his daughter runs the social media aspect <laughs> by commenting on Facebook posts. She is. Karen the, Karen Fulton. Uh, no, Christy. No, but she should be called Karen. Oh, she is the best. <laughs> no one has put Trent Barrett in his place yeah. like she does. Well, it's she so put, good. She also put the old drunk... School teacher <laughs> Tim Cleary in his place. <laughs> she's just like she's like she the, was like the social media assassin. assassin. Just posting little yeah. comments. She just comes in and just absolutely nails anyone who goes against the family. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, but I, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's 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 a new and and you'd say that almost for all the major signings for the last probably 30 40 years that he's been in the, yeah. he's been there in the mix and probably Oh, well, he know, got DCE to backflip. That's right. Yep. He's probably been there to, for the interviews and all that kind of stuff, spotted them early, gets them in the junior mm. programs. So um you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see um and and in his presence made a lot of mm. players come to Manly. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, who sort of takes that role in the near future. And I, would, I dare say that if you read between the lines with Scott Penn, um, he kind of said, you know, when Des was renegotiating the contract uh, earlier this season and Scott Penn said, look, Des isn't going anywhere. He's going to be with Manly f- forever either as a um, coach or as or, or in the office. He actually said that. So I kind of get the feeling that maybe Des might start, you know, in a couple of years when he's a, done enough coaching, yeah. he might move into that overseeing role of bringing the juniors through, overseeing the coaching, you know, and hopefully that will stop us from having another Trent Barrett debacle. <laughs> well, I know uh, one of our one of our unnamed friends mm. um, did a bit of work with the Seagulls when they, do you remember when Trent Barrett was coaching and they had that big uproar about they had like two four-day turnarounds? Yes. And Trent Barrett was whinging about it. That's unlike Trent. Um, yeah, in between mm. whinging about the lack of um, garden furniture mm. he had. Mm. Uh, but he he went and met with Manly and said like um, – Fulton, Bozo, when he came in, he's very much like the guy that everyone just shut up and listened to. Yeah. And yeah. was like not really whinging, but was just also made the point pretty forcefully going, mm. like, this can't happen again. Yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah. But 
you know, didn't, you know, when everyone else was crying and making a song and dance about it, mm. it was all like, okay, yeah, but they're just being hysterical. Yep. yep. And then when he got involved, it was like, okay, he'll. This is. He's, and, got, and I guess he's got everyone's respect and yeah. he's not just. Yeah. He doesn't just whinge. No. Like he picks his battles. Well, and it's in, in that case, it's important to make a point. So down the road, you can go. Yeah. You are a swan. I'm not yeah. gonna, we're not going to whinge, but what we're going to do is point it out and then down the yeah, road. Yeah, and we're not yeah. going to. If if we're complaining about something, you know it's mm. it's reasonable. We're not yep. just going to complain about everything. Yeah, we'll, we'll well um yeah. If you know if you have a look at um during the first five games of the season, you know Manly got off to a pretty poor start. No, at regards to the fact that the we mainly lost because of the refs. Not once, <laughs> not once did Des blame the refs during that period, and he could mm. have been a fucking Trent Barrett and try or Ricky Stewart and blame. We didn't say anything, mm. right? Then with that game against the Knights, mm. where we played a perfect Knights team, yeah, not a single penalty. Amazing. Mm. I mean, if someone's to say to let it go, if someone's to say to me. Fault. Choose one word to describe the Knights. Faultless. It would be... Disciplined. Perfect. Disciplined. Yeah. Des came out and absolutely gave the refs a hosing to the point where he even said the uh, Knights were given a helping hand. Oh, right? That's bringing the... I yeah, mean, but, that's not hey, on. That's not No on. fine, nothing. He got nothing for saying it. That's... That. That's sympathy. That's an alpha move. Sympathy. That is an absolute alpha move. We're going to say what we want. We'll, we'll hold it back, and when we're ready, we'll give it. We'll put you an absolute blast. Um, but anyway, so Bozo Fulton, gone but not forgotten. There you go, R.I.P. Bozo. Yeah. Well, I've got a, probably not as meaningful. There's been a few heroes, though, over the past few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and... Ruben, did we talk about Ruben going up into the stands to at Magic Round? Just no. Just to, I think, to sign something for, was it Jackson Hastings style? Someone in a wheelchair? Yeah, he went up there, and there was a woman in a wheelchair, and he went yeah. up there. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Did you yeah. notice that I spent a lot of time talking to someone in a wheelchair on Saturday night? Do you remember that? I do. Channeling Jackson. Yeah. You. I should have got a photo. <laughs> that was of you. She with was her. really nice. It was yeah. a young, youngish girl. She's very attractive, actually. Yep. That's there's no reason why I was talking to her. No, nah, of course not. And um, she couldn't. She the conversation had, started. Can you not run over? Didn't she run over? She your ran foot? over my toe. And I said, "Do you mind not running over?" It was like a scene from Spike Lee's um, "Do the Right Thing." Right. You was like, you just, "You just ran over my edge, your dance, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, she ran over my foot, and yeah. then I was like, "Oh." How are you going? And then she said, would you mind ordering me a drink? Because I can't speak loud enough. They can't hear me. Right. And I was like, okay. And then I saw I ordered the drink. And did she drink. say, and do you mind paying for no, it? Because I can't I, quite reach the tap as well. Then I walked away. Yeah. And then I went, I can't just order her a drink. So then I bought the drink and you guys were like, how many times do you reckon she's done that? Like, just, yeah, just played sure. me. Yeah, anyway. absolutely. But I still was... Yeah. You're a gentleman. Gentleman. Yeah. Um, Not all heroes. But, so he's coats. he's he's one hero, and then another heroic act. Yeah. Which I loved, much yeah. like the Guthrie. Very divisive. Yep. Um, Mitchell Moses after yesterday's game. <laughs> yeah. So, I had thought that Tigers fans and Eels fans had kind of put away some of the hostilities. Mm. Like that, I get they're never going to like 
Mitchell. Mm. But it's been quite a while now. Mm. All their other good players have also left them, like Rats. See, I actually thought he would be. I actually thought he'd be a player that could bring Tigers and Para fans together. Yeah, cheering in their common, as one. Their common dislike for him. <laughs> cheering as one as he chases that Churchill medal. As he as he as he dropped it over oh, the line. God. Yeah, he was good yesterday. But um, but they haven't. That was a. I mean, I get that you can rest fault even Manly fans. Even as pathetic as they are, rest folding when you when you narrowly lose in a game, mm. and you get some calls that you go, oh, they're yeah, they're they're, they're rough calls, a nine nil penalty count. Mm. When you're getting flogged, and you're playing against the Eels, who basically had for twenty minutes had twelve men on the field, mm. and you're still getting flogged, you let it go, mm. right? So. Putting all that aside, at the end of the game, Moses, there'd been a Tigers fan heckling him all game, Yeah, signed an Eels ball and then pointed the guy out <laughs> and made sure the guy who'd been heckling him got the ball. And I thought, that's... Wow. That's, you know what? Yeah. It's just, you take the low road and yeah. I'll take the high road and mm. you can put this on your wall and build a bridge and we've moved over it. So, what a hero. Yeah, wow. <laughs> um... What do you reckon about uh, what do you reckon about his disre- the disrespectful way he spoke to Gutho? So for everyone who didn't uh, watch the game, uh, probably again when the Eagles were on a massive lead, so really they didn't really he didn't really need to do this, but uh, there was a penalty and the Eagles were going to take the tap and Mitchell Moses storms over to Gutho and I he believe he was quick tap, yeah. Gutho Gutho fuck off. And just absolutely, and the Gutho just had to calm him down. Now that's his captain. Yeah, oh, that's all right. Is it? Yeah, I'm not. I, I would. I think, you know, the problem I have sometimes with Moses is he can be a bit pedestrian, and mm. when it's not going his way, now it was going his way, so mm. this probably fully doesn't answer it. Mm. But he can just not get involved as much as I'd like. So him wanting to get involved and take oh, it well, and wanting to run up a score. But of course, he's a flat he's the ultimate flat track yeah. bully. You're up by 30 and of course he wants to be involved. Well, I mean, I think halves are often, you know, flat like look at DCE. You could say the same about DCE. Not at all. He well, he had an outstanding game. We were down 12 nil. Hmm. We we're down 12 nil against the Cowboys. 10, after 10 minutes. Against the Cowboys. Yeah. So you could say and that we about... Beat you. We beat you, so... Okay, you beat Jacob. So you might, so Jacob you. He's better than Jacob Arthur. I'll give you that one. DCE. <laughs> I'll give you that one, that he is a better half Well, it was Jacob great Arthur. when both teams... We'll talk about it later. It was great that both teams brought in their untested 5'8". So you had Jacob Arthur, we have Josh Schuster. Both of us playing our 5'8". Josh Schuster would, is, is like 20 times more experienced than Jacob Arthur. He's no. been playing with you. For, this was his Josh. second ever first grade game. Josh Schuster, that was the first time he'd ever played 5'8 for Manly. Yeah, been Jacob, Arthur, Jacob, Jacob Arthur had been playing 5'8. This was his second game. So he actually had twice as much experience. So, <laughs> okay. Hey. You, you know what? If you guys play. So you're just saying experience was the only difference between the two players. No, I think so in, Schuster's a way better player. So he's in, also so, not so the coach's like, son. In, in three years' time, we're going to be talking who's going to make Origin, Schuster or Jacob no, Arthur? No, not at all. Schuster's way better. Schuster's way better than Jacob Arthur. Mm, yeah, and the only is. reason you Say had it again. to. Well, Say he it again. is. Yeah. He was, he's our third string. We had to get. He, had, he came out of New South Wales Cup. Like he's. I get it. But he's not a good player. He's the coach's son. Yeah. Um, he's so, terrible. Anyway. Has no place. <laughs> uh, I'd just like to give a quick 
That was a world time cough. <coughs> it's karma for, for stitching me up. Um, I'd like to uh, give a quick shout out to uh, Chris Warren, uh, son of Ray Rabbits Warren, okay. uh, and all my good friends at SEN Radio. Wow. Um, don't know if many of you know this, but I was actually on the Chris Warren show uh, on Friday night a couple wow. of weeks ago. Okay. Um, he called. They wanted an expert on Manly. <laughs> Um, Did you record it? uh, No, and I couldn't find... I should give him a call and say, hey, can I get it? But they've since called back and asked me to go back and do it again. This was was before the... uh, So the first one was before Manly played uh, the Warriors for the Mm. second time. Mm. Uh, Tough draw you've got there. Warriors twice. And then then he wanted me to go back on the show... Um, before we played the para, but I was actually out. So I think he does, he must do like a special on whoever's the 4 p.m. Uh, game. Okay. Um, so yeah, just wanted to give a shout kind out. Kind of a big deal. Well, like, yeah, well, I'm kind of a big deal. I mean, yeah. when they say expert, <laughs> my name comes up on their search engine. There's a hard stat. I've never been an expert at anything. Really? Yeah. I don't know. You're pretty good on the Casio keyboard. <laughs> I'd almost say you're a virtuoso. On Only on the Casio. <laughs> on the Casio. Yeah. No other brand. No. No. And you're pretty good on the... Uh, the Roland, old, I'm no good. Well, you're pretty good on the old Casio, uh, uh, what is it, the old calculator watch as well. Yeah, yeah, Back in the yeah. day, that's why you became, in, that's why you went to work in finance. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just a quick, can I just do a quick Brendan the Brave? Of course you can. Brendan the Brave Award. Um... DCE, after being let down by his Queensland origin side. Flat track bully. After being (laughs) flat track bully exposed. He picked himself up. I mean, there wasn't anyone there who would say that he didn't give 110% that night. But the rest of his fucking team, Munster, Dane Gagai, all these other pretend players... Mm. Well, basically, the centres let him down. I mean, they put in a couple of absolute jokers in there. Couldn't handle. Well, couldn't handle New South Wales centres. I don't know. Kurt Capewell um, certainly found a few holes. Like a phoenix yeah. rising out of the fire, came back 48 hours later. Well, less than 48 hours actually, because we kicked off at six. Mm. So you'd say 20. Uh, no, that's not it. 44 hours later, maybe. Okay. I oh, see. So I didn't even know. Was he playing in Origin? I didn't see him. Forty-four. Was he on the field? Forty-four. <laughs> well, you were too busy trying to find Gutho. He wasn't on the field. Was you were he? too busy trying to find Gutho. No, Gutho didn't play. Oh, yeah, Gutho didn't. Was play. he nineteenth man again? No, no, no. He just oh. they they didn't want. They wanted to make it close. Oh. They wanted to make it closer. Well, that's true. Because when again, he when he played last time, it wasn't close at all. I will say Queensland. Gutho's not an Origin centre. No. I'm happy to concede that. Yep. I know Para fans really going to get upset yeah. about trying to pretend that Gutho, at his best, is even as good as um, your guy, your man Tedesco, Brad at Parker. his best. Brad Parker. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. But I'm not going to say a bad word about Brad Parker. <laughs> um, this is a probe. If you got issues with Brad Parker, you can leave. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Well, I. We've, yeah. we've got. Not all heroes wear capes. We've yeah. brought one back. One yeah. of the Magnificent Seven. Oh, we haven't announced that, have you? No. Have we? Oh, well, anyway, you make your point about but, um, the Gutharino. I mean, 
was it that brave backing up after an origin you really could have not played in because you did so little that no one even noticed you on the field? Yeah. I'm just, do we have the mute button so I can <laughs> laugh so loud and not blow out the mic? Um, he wasn't good in origin. For, for, it doesn't matter. He still played. Okay. He still played 80 minutes of origin football. He still played better than anyone else on that team. Name me one person who played better. See, you can't. Kate, so, well, Kate well ran over. Kate well. Yeah. Mate, he finds a hole and he just sticks anything yeah. through it. God. Um, and then to back up uh, against, you know, against another the Townsville. Yeah. Against another Townsville. Like Townsville, he would have had flashbacks whenever they say, Town, you're playing Townsville. He'd just go, what? No, no, no. Like, Jackson Hastings slapping him. <laughs> was that against, was that, that was Gladstone, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, that was That's North, it's central North Queensland. Um, and then uh, to come out and put 50. Wow. On a team. Second, second 50 put on a Queensland team in that week. Yeah. Um, it's not a good week to be a Queenslander, is it? Not all. Brendan the Brave Award for Exceptional Bravery. Mm. So DCA, well deserved. <laughs> um, can we talk about, uh, yeah, let's talk about what we sort of touched on before. So we were, for those of you who remember, we were the Magnificent Seven, as in there's seven listeners yeah. who listen to this mm. podcast. Uh, and they were named the Magnificent Seven by one of our first listeners, Mo. Yeah. Now, I think it was, was it after round four? I announced... That I was, I think, was it round four? I just said I'm jumping on board the HMS day. Des. Des, I don't care. Okay. It was all, all, all round three. Anyway, it was early on when we were getting yeah. really towed up by the refs. Yeah. The refs were really against us during that period. <laughs> and I just said, look, I don't care. I'm jumping on board Des and I'm jumping on board Brad Parker. Brad Parker is a great center. He's a defensive. He's a center stopper. of excellence. He is the center of excellence. Absolutely. Penrith's got theirs. Manly's got it. Yeah, yep. we've got ours. Um, and after listening to that podcast, Mo, one of the originals, uh, he was done. He was done. Yeah. He, uh, he DM'd us and said, guys, after listening to that, I'm done with you too. I'm never listening to you again. And he, Benny, center of excellence from Manly here. Sorry. That's him. (laughs) The center of excellence from Manly. Hey. Yeah. Um, and he was done. And then, fair enough. You're fair that, enough. Yeah. Well, I knew, I knew, I, I even said we're probably going to lose half our listeners <laughs> after this episode. I even said it. Yeah. And we almost did. We lost one seventh. Yeah. Um, we probably lost more than just, oh, yeah. he was the only one who told us. Told us. The rest of them yeah. just, just walked. Yeah. Um, but it's good to see after uh, a few runs on the board, mm. uh, Mo is back. He's back. He apologized. He's better than ever. He's bigger and better than ever. He apologized. He said he went back and caught up. Mm. With all the uh, podcasts that he'd missed, mm. uh, and so we're now we're no longer the we're sin- back to seven. We're no longer the sinister six. We're back to the yeah. magnificent seven. So it's good to know. Can but I, yeah, but oh, you know me, mm. I can't I can't leave well enough alone. <laughs> if there's a scab, I just have to pick it. <laughs> so can I just? Uh, he's just a footballer. Okay. Now I actually I did this a long time ago. So anyone can say it now. Yeah. Because it's been proven to be correct. Mm. But I did this after the magic round when I recorded 106 yeah. with, with, oh, yeah, Cyrus. with Cyrus. So it's just a football award. Mm. Lachlan Croker. Oh, okay. So, well, yep. I can hear people <laughs> pressing stop on the podcast as we go. Lachlan Croker has turned into a pretty 
handy footballer. Mm. You can put him anywhere mm. and he'll do a job for you. Mm. Yeah? Mm. No? Yeah. I, Look, I, I'm, I'm not... Mm. You compare yeah. the first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You compare the yeah. first game where he was single-handedly losing games for us. Yeah, he's not to doing now, that anymore. Where he's he's pulling apart defenses. He's mm. the puppet master. Mm, uh, yeah. I got to come up with a good nickname for him, Geppetto. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're gonna call him, Geppetto Croker. <laughs> That's too hard. There needs to be something. Oh no, Geppetto's good. More basic. The okay. puppet master. Okay, I think... He's pulling the strings. I mean, if we're going to go back and talk about how we yeah. were on point with our predictions, mm. you want to go back to those old episodes where Manly fans were going absolutely yeah. off the rails. Yes. And I said, you, you haven't got Tom Turbo. Mm. Oh, but his hamstrings. I'm like, no, Gutherson, two knees. Yeah. People, he's young. Yeah. He can come back. Yeah. What's happened? He's come back. I would put less of uh, less of the... Manly's ascent on the puppet master than I would on. I'd probably give Tommy T just a little bit more of the schutzper that that has been driving Manly. Like they mm. look, they look. He looks kind of unstoppable at the moment, and mm. I know they won on the on the weekend without them, which I thought yeah. was actually and, and, and a really won, good. And we and we beat you know Warriors for the first time. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I thought. Um, the Warriors win was a good start. Mm. Um, but, you know, when he's there, and I don't think it was a coincidence that in that game against the Knights, set aside all your rest faulting, he had a pretty quiet game. I, mm. I don't know whether that was just he was a bit off or no, they shut him down. Uh, they they did a good job of I'd not letting him get momentum. Well, I'll tell you what happened during the Knights game is we didn't have a 5-8. Yeah. Right? We yeah. put Tafita Funa in yeah, he a 5-8, which was... Yeah. Such a weird thing to do. Yeah. I'm all on board with Des, though. Yeah. So, obviously... Don't question it. He, he, it was the best thing. I'm saying <laughs> it was the best thing to do. Yeah. But it was a weird thing You'd to almost do. say that was the loss. That it was weirdly beautiful. They needed to have. <laughs> it was. Better off finding out now that Des, he's not going to play 5-8. Des doesn't want to be top four. Why would you want to play Penrith in the first round? Mm. Why, mm. why would you want to do that mm. when you can absolutely towel up like the, the Sharks or, or the Warriors yeah, yeah. or the Dragons or somebody. You know, that mm. go into the second round, absolutely Hope that on, top a, of, yeah. on top of things. Yeah. Let the Penrith get beaten up a little bit. By the Eels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we play them like two weeks. Do you? Yeah. Well, that'll be a good game. Hope, mm. So I, I, I'm going to take a wild guess and say NRL's giving you the game during Origins, no. so half their team will be No, out. no, no. No, because, no, you know, no. the Origins are a bit weird. I was hoping that. I went, ooh, Origin. Yes. Uh, it's during one of the standalones. It's on a it's, standalone. The next one is a standalone. Yeah, yeah. It's really unfair. It's unfair of the NRL to make us play full strength. Well, Panthers. it's unfair on Penrith. Hey, we're one of the only – Um, we're like the only – the only two teams to beat full strength Penrith in the last yeah. two years. Well – Here's a bit of a hang on. Let me just uh, you you saying that's given me a semi because yeah. I've got a oh, wow <laughs> that was just explosive. <laughs> that was a, uh, a towel. That was a Kama Sutra. Yeah, that's that. It was delayed. You've been you've been um, delayed holding that on to that. Yeah, one, I, was, I was holding on to it. I was edging. Yeah. I was edging that hard start. <laughs> oh, that's a little bit. Threw up a bit in my mouth. Do you know, everyone keeps on talking about Penrith mm. and their unbeaten run, mm. right? Full-strength manly team haven't been beaten in six years. 
there you go. It's like raging that? hard. Yeah. 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 Well, That's... there were a lot of um, there were a lot of hard stats being thrown around when the NRL physio came out with teams mm. most affected by injuries and teams yeah. least affected by injuries. Yeah. And you were all like, well, look, Manly. Mm. My, we were on top. At what point do you, like, if I buy a car mm. and it's a lemon yeah. and it keeps breaking down mm. and you have a well-oiled, well-lubricated <laughs> yeah. car yeah. that just keeps on pounding away, yeah, um, do you blame... Do you blame? Do you say, "Geez, I'm unlucky" as the as the owner of this bomb, or do you start saying, "Well, hang on, I bought a bomb, so I'm going to have to deal with it breaking down because it was it was bargain, or I paid overs for You're it." You're saying Turbo's a bomb? No, I'm saying Manly have a lot of like you can't really say when Kieran Foran misses a few games injured, you can't go, "Wow, we're unlucky." Well, I mean, no, you kind of know I you're you getting can. that with no, Kieran no, no. Foran. I think you can in the type of injury he broke his. It was a broken hand. That's oh, not. I don't know. I feel like Manly. If he did his hammies, you go. Well, yeah. Mm. I mean, that's. But he broke his thumb. That's yeah. not a. But that, you're you gonna lose. He's an older player. You're, they're gonna get injured. It's like the Roosters. You called it. Mm. Now they're all get, they're all retiring and getting injured. It's yeah. like, well, this happens to older players. Mm. Anyway. anyway, I think Para has been pretty touch wood. Yeah. Lucky with injuries. Uh, so well, hang on. We haven't got to injury crisis yet. But anyway, well, we're jumping all over the place, yeah, aren't we? Well. I don't feel I've got a high, I don't think I've got a handle on this podcast. Spraying everywhere. What were we talking about before? We were, we were making some good I points. Think we were wrapping things up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's annoying. I had a, I had some real good points to uh, make up. Anyway, uh, DCE, fantastic. <laughs> um, and last one, choose the door. Okay. Dylan Walker. Back. Got away with a fine. Wow. I mean... He's yeah. slippery, isn't he? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's I a real. Know. He's a real gentleman, Jill. Jim. He's a real gentleman, Jim. Yeah. He's, he's like the. Um, I don't know. Someone who got away with it. <laughs> Whoever killed JFK. Kaiser Soze. That's it. He's Kaiser Soze. <laughs> oh um, fuck! Yeah, and he was. He was pretty good for Manly too. Well. I mean, it's like saying try, it's yeah. like saying Mitchell Moses was good. I mean, a bit of a flat track. You came yeah. in, the game was won, but yeah, mm. he was. He came in. You know, he, he played at um, he played at lock. He's just a footballer. He's a footballer. Put him anywhere. You could really put him anywhere. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what's great. You can put him anywhere. You could put him, you know, in the back of someone's car. You know, you could put him in. He'd, <laughs> he'd, he'd do a job a, for you. Yeah. That's you put him in thing. the emergency room. Speaking of emergency room, let's do injury crisis. Zach Sadler out with a fractured skull. Mm. Mm. That's a serious injury. It was... Apparently he came off. Uh, I think this was in the game against Newcastle. Mm. He came off and uh, he was like, oh, "I'll be out there. I'll be back out there, and I'll, I'll pass this H H H I A. I'll be back out there in five minutes." And then the trainer was like, "Oh, I don't think so, mate. I think you've done yourself a bit of a bit of mischief. I think yeah. you've done yourself a bit of mischief here." And the trainer's like, "Saying, yeah, your head's like." And apparently he went up and felt the top of his head, and it's all just. Caved oh, in. Oh yuck! And they showed the. I saw oh, the. Um, I saw. I saw the X-ray of it, and it's like, 
It's like being pushed Ugh. in, like, oh, yeah, it's nasty. I'm oh. surprised his brain wasn't pierced by his own skull. Like, it's... Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not good with that type of... You can no. see I'm not... I don't like that yeah. stuff. Yeah, so Zach Sadler, uh, out for a while, Yeah, I imagine. Mm. Um, I do wonder... I know they say... I do wonder if an injury like that would be lessened by headgear. Maybe, yeah, because, maybe not the blunt... Because Trauma. I, yeah, I just think because it was head on head, so it was a headbutt that hit him. So I just kind of think, and so it's like it's hard, padding, yeah, and yeah. just a little bit of padding would stop the skull from. Oof, I know no, it doesn't it's... stop HIA because yeah, HIA yeah, is having your brain, it's having your your brain smashed around inside, but something like that. So I would, I dare say, we might have a uh, another little Jamie Bureau running around yeah. there after he comes back. I would say. And it's such a shame. Like he's been trying to get into the um, yeah he's first grade, been a bit of a journeyman. Yeah, for a while, and he's so- finally busted in, and then uh, that happens a couple of games into it. So it's mm. a bit of a bit of a shame. Mm. Um, Josh Schuster, yeah, a bit longer out saying. with a calf strain. So we'd be going on three weeks now. The yeah. NRL physio um, and Des says during the uh, post match uh, press conference, probably another week. I thought they said two even. Uh, I just because I mm. traded him out of my super coach. I yeah, had a, I had a I had a horse in the race. And right, I traded him out. But, yeah, um, I uh, which is a bit of a yeah. Originally, it was just like a bit of calf tightness. Um, mm. I I do think Des though he's just like. I just think he I think his head is really about that run at the back end of the season. You know what I mean? I just mm. kind of feel like he's going well. We're all right. We're doing okay yeah, at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just stay. We just healthy. Stay in touch, and you know. Well, you look at the you look at the gap between the the top eight and the bottom eight, mm. and even when you look at the gap in the ladder, you probably got Penrith and Melbourne currently. Yep. Best two. Yeah. Then you would probably have South at third. Mm. I would say, mm. looking pretty good. Mm. Uh, and then you've you've probably got Manly and Para mm. sitting in that next bracket. And then there's a pretty big. You got East hanging around, but I don't think. I think gonna East do just going to be too short on yeah. the on cattle. Like yeah. East all really should have given up a thirty point lead yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Like they're not. Then Tedesco's only good form. They've lost corner. They all the old players are leaving. Yeah. I don't know. I I just think they're a bit. They're, they're not really up there. I reckon Souths are maybe fake. I yeah. reckon they're I, I reckon they're a bit of a fake team. I, yeah, I reckon if, they've got that left they've got that left side and I reckon if you've got some if you if you can defend that left side, I reckon they're not gonna roll you through the middle. Yeah, I'm probably biased in that they flogged para. Mm. But, well they um, beat Manly as well, but I kind of felt we were okay. Yeah. And then Latrell kind of came in and turned it on in the last mm. sort of twenty minutes and yep. got them home. But yeah, I don't know. But but even then, you look at the next group of teams, and it's really there's a big gap. Mm. Whereas you feel like I'm I'm now concerned about Para, mm. and I'm concerned because we lost. So we beat Melbourne in round two, and then every test we've had against it, like a heat check team, mm. we've lost. Mm. So St George were flying when we played them; they beat us. Mm. Then we played Manly, who were just hitting form; mm. they beat us. Then no, we played totally. South when they were mm. hitting form. Mm. They beat us. Now, mm. in the meantime, we've continued to roll through teams that we should roll through. 
But when we've been playing those teams that are showing promise, yeah. we've lost. And I feel like this is the same story we see with Para every year. Yeah, I'd say you beat the Storm. That's probably That was round two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm. like, mm. they're playing well. There's, like, I get it's one thing to say we should beat the Tigers, but, yeah, at least you did. At least you're not losing those games yep. that you shouldn't lose. Mm. Um, but that's one thing. But, yeah. but So I think Para are a level above a lot of those, you know, lower teams, seven, eight, and then the rest mm. kind of. There's just this this new Volanders rules everyone's whinging about the blowouts, but there does seem to be a bigger gap between the good and bad teams. Yeah. And that's where I think going back to what you're saying about Dez, Manly are there. Mm. So Manly is still going to give or take the odd weird game like the Knights game. Manly yep. are probably going to beat those teams like they were able to beat the Cowboys with their best player rested mm. and a few, you know, weird positional changes. So I think he's right. You keep the good players up your sleeve because where you want to be hitting form is, you know, round 20. Well, it's good, and it gives like players like uh, Ben Travojevic a bit of a yeah, taste. Yeah, even Kyle Lawton's been good. Kyle Lawton's been great. You know? It's so funny when we signed him, everyone Logan was like, Bolter, "Yeah, oh, interesting choice." Like we've signed a guy with a, you know, he's done something with Achilles heel, and then where are we going to play him? Is he a backup hooker or you know? And they brought him in, and he's playing second row, and he's yeah, scoring. Even he got that little try out of dummy half. Yeah, it was sharp. Yeah. Um, so they're getting it kind of They call of that done. the uh, Danny Levi. The Danny Levi. Well, Joey Lussick scored one too, another manly yeah. link. Well, he's now um, he's now equaled uh, Darcy Lussick for Tries. most tries scored by Lussick. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, so that I guess going back to injury crisis, Eels, Reed Marnie. He's, mm. he's now, they're saying, six weeks. Six weeks? Yeah. What did he do? Peck? Uh, shoulder. Shoulder sublocation. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that's... Uh, wasn't That's, really paying attention. Didn't seem to bother didn't know you too it was, much. But he went straight down. Uh, no, it didn't. No, no, no. So I'm talking about having Joey Lussick in there yesterday. Yeah, that's, again, though, it's... Having Jacob Arthur didn't seem to bother us a lot against the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. You know? And yeah. I don't want to bang on about Jacob Arthur, but, yeah, I don't know. So Para's got a... They got the Panthers coming up, which will be a nice, um, nice heat check. Mm. Uh Mike Acevo is going to be out for a week. Um, but, yeah, he's our big injury is Reid Marnie. Who else you got? Who else? Isaiah Papali got away with a fine for that. Yeah. There wasn't much in it. No. But. Could have been worse. He could have got more, I think. Like, he didn't ram it. No, in. He no, just no. put it, but it was yeah. still it was what a dumb. dumb thing to do. You guys were up by, like, 30. I know. Like, anyway. Yeah. Um, I just, final injury, injury crisis. Yeah. Two, two quick ones. Uh, you go far in a hard time about being oh, injured. He's, he's back. He was back. He, mate, he had pins and screws put in his hand. I saw the x-rays. It was a fucking nasty uh, handbrake. Mm. Like plates, pins, the whole kit and caboodle, mm. right? Three weeks later. Wow. Like that's, that's amazing. amazing. Yeah. For a hand injury. Mm. Like, and he, and he played really well. He was good. He's getting better and better. Mm. Um, sign of the sign of the season, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Time will tell. Um, and he's still not uh, still not signed. Still not signed for next. No one's year. no one's picked him up for next season yet. Wow. I mean, Chad Townsend can pick up a contract, but you know, Kieran Foran, the world's gone mad. Manly will probably get him back. Do you reckon? Uh, Schuster looked good at 
5'8". Schuster looks so good at 5'8 mm. against Para. Mm. He has that ability where he gives you them he gives him the crazy eyes. I saw him running down and he can't he was going up against Para's line and he gives him the crazy eyes. Like his eyes go big. And everyone can see what he's gonna do. Right? Everyone's gonna go, he's gonna offload it. He's gonna offload it at the last minute. He's gonna pass, he's gonna do another pass. But he gives him these big eyes and it's almost like they're hypnotized. <laughs> It's like a so mo- crocodile Dundee. With it's the like buffalo. A, that's why it's like a moth being drawn to the bright light. They know they shouldn't touch it because it'll burn them, but they can't help it's it. Beautiful brown. And eyes. he just runs at him, and his big eyes open up, and they go so beautiful. <laughs> they, so he always attracts two guys, even though they've been practicing all week mm. to watch for the no look pass. They just can't help themselves, and then he just. Mm. That's what I was going to say before, um, about the Knights game. You know, I said oh, what I was going to say. I was going to make a good point. Mm. I do make a good point. Yeah. We we're missing a five eight. Well, you're an expert yeah. because what the um, what what Newcastle were doing, they're actually sending someone out of the line to just go straight to at Tom. Turbo, yeah, yeah. so he couldn't get the ball. Now, if you had a five eight, they'd just, just do a cutout pass out to the winger or put a kick in behind because they were down a player. But because we had Davida Funa, mm. who was too busy trying to. Hit people in the trying head. Trying to get himself suspended. Yeah, for the he, next I think he, I think he got a bit confused with the whole crackdown on. He he thought he was meant to crack down on heads. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he, he missed the, he missed the middle bit. He was like, you, oh yeah, did, did you hear that, Tavita? What? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Crack down heads. Yeah, got it. When you were whinging, you we were on the on the uh, on the iPhone message group, the, uh, the the Screaming Eagle alumni. Yeah, and um. Kepi did that stupid head-high tackle. And mm. I'm like, man, that's a send-off under current rules. And mm. Cyrus was like, that's not a send-off for you. you drunk. He clearly hadn't watched NRL for like the last Since two Magic weeks. Round. Shout out to Cyrus. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry that's how I had to mention you for, in my first mention. But um, you honestly would have been better with no – if he'd have been sent, I mm. reckon Manly won that game because Kepi just kept doing yeah, dumb yeah, things. Yeah, he wasn't good. But he'd been on fire to that yeah, point. And it's just one of those things. Yeah. Um, and then final, uh, he's been out for a while, but Ciro, something's something's up. Mm. I reckon he's re-injured himself because he was named. Mm. Like two weeks ago, he was named to cut, like in the squad to come back. And then at the last minute, he was put out of the squad again. Mm. And now Des is going, oh, no, 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 a couple of weeks away. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like, yeah. I don't think he's played since game two or three. Like, he's... Something doesn't uh, add up. No, something mm, doesn't very, smell. Can, something doesn't smell get, right. Can't get. You're an expert. Yeah. Can't get these things past you. No. Can I? Can I go back to an old injury crisis? <laughs> How far? Tom Turbo. Oh yeah, that's not that far. But I. It came out in another one we missed. Tom Turbo. He's off the drink. Mm, he's off the drink. Yes. And have you noticed? There seems to be like again. This could just be my anti-manly bias or anti. No drink bias. Yeah, that's true. Two things I, I passionately dislike, <laughs> not drinking and manly. Um, although I've said I've said what Tom said many times, never drinking again. Never doing it again. Yeah, but since yeah. he's got better resolve than me. Yeah. We're both elite athletes, <laughs> <laughs> both injury prone. Yeah. But, um, but do you feel like the narrative is coming a bit around now that he probably tore his hamstring on the corso that night? 
because there's been a few articles going how Harry from Manly saved Tom and after Tom's drunken, like, I don't know. The only thing, the only thing I'd say that I don't think um, he did was if, you see, if you've seen how he's torn his hamstring yes. previously yeah, during yeah, the game, yeah. he stops. Yeah, that's true. Like it is a full-on snapping. Yeah. And he pulls up lame mm. straight away. Whereas with that run down the Corso... He kept going. He yeah. kept going yeah. and he got to the end and after it, you know, I think... Maybe it was just... The two things, he was probably off... He, he was probably shit-faced. Yeah. And, and regardless next, of yeah. what... It's all been kept quiet, but I reckon he probably got a fucking bollocking yeah. from the from the club yeah. saying, what what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, we pay you like, we're paying you to play football and yeah. you're, cha- you're racing people. And I think he was probably embarrassed by the mm. fact that people were saying, no, 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 he did it. He didn't actually do it in the... Bar. I think he did it the night before. And I think that's enough for most people to get embarrassed to go, oh, you know what? Like, I'm not going to go out and get drunk and end mm. up racing people and doing stupid fucking shit in the public eye. Because mm. you know? he then he had a blow up on the field too, didn't he? All uh, these Manly fans, oh, it's a bad look. And I'm like, hang on, Tom Turbo. No like one that. said it's a bad look for Manly. That's uh, insane. No, Taniel, he had a blow up at yeah, Taniel Paseca. Right. But he didn't. He deserved it. He didn't swear at him though. He just told him what he need, where he needed to be. Yeah. And the difference is, mm. he, he wouldn't talk to DC like that. Hastings has shown what happens when yeah. you talk to DC like that. He fucking smacks you around. Mm. I still remember that time. I think it was it wasn't last year, but the year before, where that front rower had a go at DCE, and DCE full on judo flipped him over his back, threw him on the ground, and then got him in a choke hold. Wow. Mate, you don't fuck with him. <laughs> He'll end your life. <laughs> I look forward to when DC retires and he fights Gal in the ring. Yeah, that's right. I reckon he's going to absolutely destroy him. Oh, God. <laughs> um, you know who's won apparently? You know what we haven't done yet? I, we no. still haven't done news. Oh, we better, we better just... i got to go soon. I know. But that's what i got to do. Manly set to re-sign Ruben Garrick on unders. Ruben, I had a Ruben for lunch on Friday. And I, I thought about Ruben Garrick. I've also I've thought about eating a Ruben as well. Yeah, it was meaty. Mm. It was flavoursome and creamy. <laughs> um, it's actually quite interesting. The the rumours, well, it wasn't. It was reported mm. for all intents and purposes that. Ruben was gone. Okay. Manly just said no. We're not going to. You're no good to us. We're not going to pay. No, he, he was asking too much, and they just said, "No, nah, look, you're not. Mm. We're not going to pay that." And um, so he's dropped his dropped his asking price, mm. uh, and now after last week's game, um, he's looks like he's going to be re-signed for a couple of years. There you go. He had a great. He he played really well at fullback. And it's not – I know it's a little bit it's, – it's no secret to success. He just worked his ass off the whole time when he was at fullback. And it reminded me a little bit of Manly's other great fullback who just worked nonstop. I'm, of course, referring to Brendan the Brave. <laughs> but Brendan the Brave 
when you think of Manly's elite fullbacks, <laughs> you're thinking Stewart, yeah, Ridge, Brendan, Elliot, Elliot, and probably so, that's it. Tony Iro. Yeah, Turbo <laughs> hasn't played enough games. Yeah, that's right. The, the, Never heard of him. The, yeah. the jury's still out. Yeah. But I would say that um, he just he just lined up for so many runs, and he just can't, and that's what Tommy does. Like Tommy just works his ass off, mm. and he's in everything. Did and, you? Yeah. And I just feel like. If you, I mean, I'm no, I'm no mathematician. Well, you're an expert, but you're not a mathematician. If you take more runs, and you have more hit ups, and you support more plays, you increase the odds on mm. you doing something correct. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I did, but going back to our man Brad Parker, mm. he. Do you think Brad Parker's the key to unlocking Ruben Gary? Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought him and Gary. I was watching them run. And against on against the Cowboys, they mm. both run very straight mm. and very hard. Mm. And you see a lot of players like they they get the ball and they stop yeah. and they try and do jink a little and jink. They, yeah. And Garrick, like Parker, always seems to be a pretty honest type player. Mm. Where I don't know if people just say that because he's redheaded. You mm. know, oh, he's he's underrated. He's a he's a hard worker. But he, he, every du- every week the commentators yeah. say he's underrated. Yeah, I mean, a, you can only say that so many times before you suddenly well rated. He's rated. Yeah, but he runs very hard. Mm. Like just gets the ball and runs straight and hard. Mm. And it's kind of I get why. Maybe it's because you're not doing any jinking. Yeah. But Garrick seemed to go back to that a bit, where he was just getting the yeah. ball and running hard. Yeah. And not kind of pausing, like like no. hitting hard. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing what a difference it makes. Just getting you off your line, especially for those outside backs, and also just you know. Well, there was that game. I don't know if it was against Para. I don't think it was against Para. Where he blew, he blew a certain try by trying to jink back in yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. just putting his head down and just fucking smash. And Des, they went up to Des. Des fucking threw a tantrum, like. Yeah, and I'm wondering if he's taking him aside and said, "Don't, I don't want to see you doing any of that shit again. Just fucking run hard at him." Yeah. And you either make it through or you don't make it through. But, but you, don't yeah. step in and actually step into, you know, you lose all your momentum and then they just get you anyway. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will say during the game on uh, Friday, there was one pass that Foran got to um, Garrick, right? And Garrick kind of split them, but they managed to just hold on and stop him from scoring. And I watched and I thought, yeah, if that was Tommy, Tommy would have scored that. Mm. Like he's big enough and strong enough to just go through that. Like he doesn't need much of a hole. And if he splits between two defenders, mm. he'll get far enough. But then later on, um, uh, I think they were on Manly's 10 meter mark and they, uh, sorry, and the Cowboys put a little kick through. Um, Garrett got it, sort of swerved through the defense, ran the whole length of the, yeah. and scored a try. And it's kind of like, you know what? That's what he brings. Because Tommy doesn't do that. Tommy can't do that. Yeah. Tommy's too big to stop and go this way and sort of swerve mm. through. Whereas Garrick was able to do a little bit more, a bit more Tedesco mm. slash Brendan Elliott type of a run. Yeah. Well, the greats. All yeah. the greats have that. Yeah. Tedesco. RTS. Yeah. Elliott. Elliott. I guess he does bring that to the table. <laughs> he does. Um, I was surprised on that run that. Valentine Holmes. I thought Valentine Holmes was meant to be fast. Like, what's he... Is Valentine Holmes... I don't know. I think he's overrated. Yeah, he's definitely overrated. He, like, anyway. I was watching yeah. that going, okay, they'll get him here. 
Yeah. Like he didn't have that big of a start on them. He beat them all. Maybe he's he's got speed to burn, Ruben. Yeah, Ruben's fast. Yeah. Before we had Jason Saab, we were like, wow, it's nice to finally have a fast winger. Okay. But now. And now we've got the fastest. The the Volvo. Um, so anyway, I'm quite happy with that re-signing. If he, if he keeps playing that hard, mm. and I think that's what separates the men from the boys is mm. being able to back it up week in, week out. Wouldn't you say? Yes, definitely. The uh, Reuben. <laughs> the Reuben. Shout out to Lenny's Briskets. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a Reuben truck. They sell Reubens. Manly re-signed Toff Sipley on unders. Okay. Don't know. Yeah, Sipley. He's a big guy, isn't he? Yeah. To fire Sipley. Sipley. Well, you know how uh, Croker... Sipley When Wet is his nickname. No, no. Sipley the best. <laughs> That's his new nickname. So I was about to say, we gave Croker one. Um, okay, what would the puppet master? The, Geppetto. From Pinocchio, is yeah. that right? Yeah. So Lachlan Croker is Geppetto, and now Toff Sipley will refer to him as Sipley the I best. I think I prefer... I came up with that one all on my own. I can't... No one else. <laughs> I just want you to know that no one else came up with that. That was all me. Just like you came up with... Uh, with Brendan the Brave. That's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Trademark screaming in the podcast. <laughs> put a, a quick, put a Put a watermark on it. <laughs> put on a T-shirt. <laughs> um, so, anyway, on unders again. It's amazing. Yeah. Manly take moral stand against gambling. Cut ties with Lotto Land. Ooh, Welcome yes. new sponsors, Four Pine. Yes. Wow. This is big news. Four Pine Stadium. Lotto Land was a joke of a name for yeah. a stadium. Yeah, I, w- I took great pleasure in never calling Brookie, Brookie. Just just saying. Yeah, Lotto Land. Just because it's. Yeah. Well, I think that was the f- we didn't because ha- before Lotto Land it wasn't. It was always Brookvale. It was Brookie Oval. Yeah. We didn't have a sponsor before no. then, did we? Well, no. I think it all sort of it all came into fashion sort of all at the same time, didn't it? That naming yeah, naming the stadiums the or something. Four yeah. Pines Park. Four Pines Park. It's got much nicer than. Yeah. I mean, it's a multinational, it's a Japanese-owned beverage, that? Four Pines, mm. Asahi. Still, it's still locally produced, though. Locally produced, and, yeah. And it was, uh, I think the local, I think it's still they, still run by the same mm. people. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. sort of, you know. Yeah, good on them. Sold out. Yeah, well. That's okay. If someone came and offered us $100 million, for, which they probably will pretty soon. Yeah. For, the po- for what? We're open. Well, for the podcast? Yeah. It's not for Zara. No, I won't. <laughs> You know, one thing's not for sale, his De- soul. My integrity is not for sale. <laughs> you can rent it. <laughs> we can work out a lease agreement. Hey, can I? But, uh, but ultimately, it's not for sale. Yeah. Um, we're jumping all over the place here, but I yeah. have a shout out. Oh. Yeah. If you can go back to shout out. Well, do you have any news before we... No, the, uh, the injury crisis was my only news. Okay. Um, shout out. Shout out. First, we have a shout-out to Spotify. We are now on Ooh. Spotify. Should have announced that at the beginning of the episode before yeah. everyone turned off after the Geppetto announcement. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we're now on Spotify, right? Wow. But to get us on Spotify, yep. I, it's it's pretty straightforward. We yeah. probably should have done it sooner, yeah. but a lot of things we should have done, yeah. we did it. Yep. That's all done that matters. It. We should actually probably record podcasts. That's true. We should probably do that too. We should do that, but we're doing it now. Well. Let's not look back. Oh, well, hang on. We're not. Is it actually recording? We won't know. Yeah. I thought I was recording on my phone as well <laughs> Four, five weeks ago. Yeah. Didn't, didn't work out so good. But so then I went back, right, 
to upload the old just to make sure they'd all load. And I went mm. back to a random episode, and then mm. I was thinking, I wonder how. Remember, we were skyping in. We we're doing this the uh, Zoom podcast from. I was zooming from home. Yes, and it was a bit of technical nonsense, and I was like, yeah. okay, I wonder how they sound. So I went back and I listened to an old episode, mm. and it was just at the start of um, COVID. COVID, and it was a bit of a weird time. Like everyone was doing it a bit tough. Mm. You know, you just lost your job. So mm. you would come out and said, mm. I've lost my job. And mm. Billy didn't lose his job because you don't no. have a job. Well, you're ahead of the curve. Yeah, you always. Were, yeah, you you're really. A, you're a futurist. Got on you that. Can not, you can see what the trends are before <laughs> yeah, they happen. Exactly. But it was a bit dark. Like I was listening yeah. to it and I was like, yeah, that was a bit dark of a time. You didn't mm. quite know. Staying home, minding kids and all that yeah. stuff. And then I remembered Skittles burn. Because COVID might have affected part of people's brain that makes them enjoy reality TV. <laughs> I might never have come back. Yeah, well, exactly. Because when people are stuck at home, the last thing yeah. they want to do is watch TV programs. <laughs> well, not reality. Yeah. They might They might have been into game shows. Yeah, that's true. It's a knockout might have made a comeback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, is Billy, Billy Jane, what's his name? Billy May Smith, R.E.P. Yeah, he's dead. R.E.P. He's got to be dead, R-E-P. surely. <laughs> Jackie McDonald. She's got to be still alive. She'll be alive for sure. Billy J. Smith. Was it Billy J? Billy T. Smith. It was Billy May. No, I think you're thinking of Ricky May. Oh, Who's Ricky also May. dead. The fat guy. The, who did the booga boogie with the, the thing. He'd go, Mrr. he was a good singer, Ricky yeah. May. The fat guy on Hey yeah. Saturday. No, but he was a singer in his own right. Yeah, well, obviously, you know. It's like Daryl Summers was a drummer in his own right. But everyone it? remembers him as that racist. <laughs> Red Simons was a guitarist. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Skittles Burns. I was listening to that and then I remembered Skittles Burn yeah. sent us a case of like a, oh, well, what a hero. Anyway. That's sh- right. That was very nice. It I don't was. know. And another one I don't know if I ever gave the. We gave him a shout out, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah. did. But okay. just another shout out. Another shout yeah. out was Mario. Mario, one of the other original. He's disappeared. He's disappeared. But he, he got us a shout out from uh, George Rose. That's right. Did we play that? Yeah. I think we did. Yeah, we did. Okay. A lot yeah. of brain cells have been yeah. coming. Episode 100. Anyway, everyone was yeah. really nice. So I'm just... Yeah. Before oh. we get into manly beating para, I'll say you were nice <laughs> back then. Uh, we got, that, that's it that's for it. news. Yeah. That's it for news. Mm. Should we get on to... I mean, we kind of talked about the manly para game. Well, you can go on. Yeah. Go nuts. Well, yeah. I, can I just... You know the only issue being... Mm. Is that it was so long ago? You can't remember. I can't I haven't remember. It. I'm not Can you remember it. it? I no, I didn't watch it. Uh, if there was only some way we could relive it. Mm. Oh. oh, oh! I've just got some highlights. Okay, hang on. I think it's time. Parker, wow. Parker, bittersweet. The center of excellence. That's right. Oh, I remember it now. I remember that. Ah, uh, glad you played it. Parker scored two tries. Two the tries. Face, the face of your defeat. Mm. Such a, a pa- yeah. such a friendly, beautiful face. Who knew mm. it could bring such death and yeah. destruction? I'm not happy about it. I was I was I'm still I'm still hurt from those two losses yeah. against South and Manly because I'm I've seen this I've seen this show before. <laughs> I've seen this where we go and we'll beat someone and everyone yeah. gets carried away. Yeah. But Manly were looking good coming into that game. Manly were pretty heavy outsiders. I, I, they were playing like oh, yeah. two bucks sixty. I would say that 
at no point did it look like Penrith were para. Para were dangerous. No, no. Like it felt like we handled you from the beginning yeah. to the end. And it, it didn't even when you were down on our line, it was just kind of like we just seemed to contain you pretty easily. Mm. Like you didn't seem to do anything. But two tries. Brad. Centre of excellence. Yeah. Making a habit of that, Brad Parker. That left. That left. You had a hard stat, actually. You just got so excited in. Yeah. Your... Well, should we get on? I, I've got. I've got a couple of hard stats. So one of my hard stats is that um, in the last three games, Brad Parker has scored five tries. Mm. Tommy Tommy Turbo has scored one. Yeah. So. Hey. Hey, no, n- numbers don't lie. Where's Where's Brad Parker's origin jersey? Men lie, women lie. I mean, numbers don't lie. By that, ca- look, I'm no, I'm no Goodwill Hunting, yeah. right? But you're pretty close. It yeah. was loosely based on your life. <laughs> hey, I just see equations on whiteboards, and I have to solve them. <laughs> That's it. So it's loosely based on your life. Yeah. Um, the difference is you sold out, but will. Goodwill Hunting didn't, right? Is yeah. That, that's the only difference, yeah. Yeah. So um, so I'd say by my calculations, if if Tommy Turbo scored three tries at Origin, Brad Brad Parker would score 12. Mm. Is that how it works? Mm. It's almost like Freddie Fittler doesn't want to win. Yeah. I that's know. what I can't understand. Well, it's a, it's a product. They've got a, he's a Channel 9 stooge. They've got to yeah. keep it close. That's right. They need a game three, don't they? They need a game for three. For ratings. And then they bring in Brad. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think Latrell Mitchell would be a great number 14. Yeah. I mean, better than Jack Whiten. <laughs> so, I don't see why you wouldn't bring in Brad Parker and put Latrell in at 14. Yeah. Well, there was some interesting hard, – here's some more hard stats. Mm. Um, and I'm not organised enough to have the exact details, but no one's gonna, no one's gonna bother. No one gets this far anyway. Uh, I, I tell you, I got a hard stat. We're okay. talking about what? the manly para game for about thirty seconds before you change the, yeah, change the subject. Well, there you the hard go. Stats. I have to leave in about four minutes. Oh shit! Okay, well, ten minutes. I'll be late <laughs> to family dinner. Um, but did you see the stat that came out of? I know. Okay. Just everyone block your ears because we don't talk about Origin on this podcast. We're the only we're the only team that doesn't. Yeah, only podcast that doesn't talk about Origin. Yeah. So, having said that, mm. they put uh, Tommy Turbo's stats at centre in Origin, and he covered like seven point, I think seven or eight kilometres. Wow. And he covered the only players in the team that covered more than him mm. were the Haas. Mm. And they're saying historically centres don't really cover much ground. Mm. But Freddie, Supercoach Freddie, mm. gave him this kind of licence. And when I say Supercoach Freddie, I reckon Turbo just took it on himself. Because remember we were watching, we were watching it yeah. and he popped up on the like left edge and you were like, what's he doing? Like he was yeah. just, and then. Well, he passed the ball at Latrell Mitchell. Yeah. And then he, then he showed up three plays later on the right edge. Yeah. Like he was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And they, the New South Wales centres were dominant, mm. but. I wonder, and someone wrote an article during the week saying he might have reinvented how we look at centres in the NRL. Well, can I? Who was was that? Was it was it um, Johns or was it Roy Masters? It was two. It was either of those great thinkers? Well, I'll tell you something. Yeah, you can say that. Mm. But do you remember last year? Manly didn't have a good game, good season, right? Mm. But we did take down one scalp, which mm. we're particularly proud of. <laughs> Which was the uh, para eels in like mm. round eleven or something. Mm. 
So, uh, Brad Parker plays left side, right? He turns up on the right-hand side to, to steal Mike Acevo's soul. Uh, so, you keep on saying, oh, Freddie, he's a genius, that he taught Turbo Brad, how to do it. Well, Brad Parker invented it. That's a Brad Parker move. Yeah. So, you know. But I what? wonder, you know, like, centre has been the unfashionable position. Like, all yep. the centres want to go play fullback. Mm. But it wasn't like I was watching one of the old games where fullback wasn't always the glamour position. It no. was the halves were the glamour. Yeah. And now you'd almost say like 5-8, there's a nothing position. You can play two halfbacks because they sit on well, either side. I think also Nia Cora has shown that a second rower can sort of move out a little bit and still, like as Nia Cora is playing in the centre yeah, for yeah, you, right? Yeah, yeah. They can move out. And just, yeah. And, had, and, yeah. and, and fill a gap that if a centre did... Like, the centres, out of all the... Like, centres are a good spot to give a bit of a roaming licence to Yeah. when you have the ball. I mean, obviously, defensively, they can't do it. But when you have the ball, they should be able to pop up on the other side. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Like, wingers are a little bit more... Stuck on their edge. Stuck yeah. on their edge because if the kick goes through it, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I, I reckon it's a good way of playing and... You know, yeah. I mean, and with the why new not? speed, just if you've got the good yeah. player, what's the point of having yeah. them sit there doing nothing? Yeah, um, like you'd almost you'd almost say that Dez and Brad Parker have given a bit of a blueprint. Yeah, to even Craig Bellamy's mm. headache of having mm. Pappenhausen and Nico Hines in the team at the same mm. time. I'd wow. be flipping. I'd be flipping one of those. Brad Parker's out. got a not when he finishes playing mm. and he's finished modelling. Mm. Maybe. Coach. Coach, yeah. Yeah. I Commentator, mean, he's got a voice. I'd never heard him speak before. Yeah. At, and he really is a – his voice is beautiful. Well, like I know. It's quite baritone. And, oh, yeah. It's yeah. – it's it's um. Fred, I liked how he called it, you Benny. He just – Commanding. Ad-lib, he yeah. ad-libbed that. It, it, it's a commanding voice yeah. and it immediately disarms you with his friendliness as well, <laughs> calling you Benny. And then he just runs over the top yeah, of it. Like, I, like yeah. how did he even know to call me that? Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um. I mean, it's a little bit unfashionable these days, mm, right? Mm. But I'll throw this at you. Um, DCE isn't going to play forever. Mm. In a few years, captain coach, mm. Brad Parker. Definitely. I mean... When when Des is the new bozo. Yeah. And DCE's the new... DC's the new... PM. <laughs> he's ousted Scott Morrison. He's Queensland's premier. <laughs> <laughs> um, could we see... Could we see back the old captain coach? Yeah. I mean, if anyone can do it, I love it. Um, So we've got some uh, hard stats sent in by by our wonderful listeners. Uh, I'll start with the stat fluffer, Albion headgear. Mm. Brad, the centre of excellence, Parker, has been the first try scorer for Manly for the past three weeks. Wow. Possible origin bolter, hard stats. Well, numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. I like that. That's a great hard stat. There you go. (laughs) That's going to be, that's going to be my ringtone. (laughs) Um, I've got one from uh, Mo. He's back. Yeah. Manly's undefeated in 2021 when Brad Parker starts on the wing. So Brad actually, Brad played on the ring, the wing. Played on game. the ring. Well, on he hard stat. I wish he carried away. He'd play on someone's <laughs> ring. Um, and uh, here we go from T Nero, uh, Trevor Nero. Hard stats. Manly are undefeated at Four Pines Park. 
There you Ooh. go. That's a really hard stat. That's actually... I wonder if Lotto Land had a bit of a gambling curse. Yeah. Because it's it, you're just gambling. Yeah. And we, you always know your soul. you yeah. always know that the house is going to win house always when you gamble. Wins, unless that house is Lotto Gambles. Land. <laughs> G- gamble responsibly. Um, wow. They're pretty hard stats. Yeah. I've I, got a hard stat. Yeah. Pa- Para's undefeated this season when Blake Ferguson is playing reserve grade. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, here's the one from Richard Cranium. Okay. Uh, this is the one I brought up before I stole his hard step previously. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, Richard. Uh, with his try yesterday, Joey Lussick has scored the most points of any Lussick in an NR- in the NRL for para. Oh, so Lussick never scored for you wow. guys. Wow. That's raging. That's a raging He's one. been fighting the good... Shout out to Not All Heroes Wear Capes, Richard Cranium. Yeah. He's been very busy fighting Tigers fans <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> he must been- be... He must be exhausted. Yeah. Um, all right. You've only got a couple of minutes, so we'll um, we'll call this part A. Oh, okay. Of the manly power game. No. We're and not. We'll, well, no. We only sh- we broke down the first try. We've got another like five tries to look at. We'll bring it up next. I podcast. think I'm busy next week. So I've just got. Uh, yeah. so, so we just got to fill out. We just got to finish out the episode with a. Cause I'm dying. Um, so Mo actually found the guy who sung this. Yeah. I reckon, um. He's quite Ham- big. He's quite big. Hamish- I follow him on, on, on Instagram. Oh, do you? He's a country ha- and Western star. Hamish and Andy did a thing where they brought out, um, Sylvester Stallone, Frank Stallone, um, for a one-off gig because they used to play his song all the time. Okay. Um, I can't remember what the song was, but, um. I'm wondering whether we do a similar thing. I wonder if we bring out the guy. Yeah, I thought he'd be like it'd be, you'd be able to find him and get him on, and like it'd be like, he'd be just happy to have someone interested. Yeah, but he's actually massive. But he's actually he? like a big right. proper. So you might actually sue us for using his song. Yeah, is what you're trying it to could, say. It could go pear shaped, and then there's not going to be another "I'm done" song that gets the hips moving. Do you think um, halftime entertainment at the grand final? That would be. Would he come out for that on a on a hovercraft? <laughs> well, hovercraft's been done, but we can. I'm sure we can. How about him just tied to about twenty drones and they just fly him <laughs> in? <laughs> That'd be fantastic. I'm trying to find who it is. Because I'm done. I can't do it. Uh, I, okay, I've got one for I'm done. Okay, yeah. Well, hang on. Let me just read out. Let me just read out. Uh, Mo's got a. I'm I'm done. Um, Mo says Andrew Voss as a commentator. He's a play-by-play guy, but tries to be funny and overreacts to anything good. I'm done. Yeah, fair. I've, I've, you know, yeah. I've been done with Vossi. It's almost like he's trying to he's trying be to a bit interesting, cutting edge, well, controversial. Almost, I was going to say he's almost trying to be a bit like a shock jock. You know what I mean? Whatever the popular opinion is, he'll go against it during a call yeah. just to try and create a bit of drama. And it's like, mate, just shut up and say the name of the guys whose name is on the back of the jersey. Yeah. Or should be on the back yeah, of the just, jersey. Yeah. Like that's that's your job. Like, yeah, I'm 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 done with I'm I'm done with Andrew Voss as well. Can I also tell you what I'm done with? Crusher tackles. Ooh, okay. Done. Done with them. Okay. I think it's a massive overreaction. Oh, the penalizing crusher. The penalizing yeah. of the crusher tackle. 
How many guys have you seen mm. taken off because they're hit high? A lot, right? Mm. All the time. So I can understand why they've had a point where they're going, all right, send off. But a crusher tackle, I've never seen, and I'm saying it's probably happened, so I don't want, yeah. I don't want to get all angry, uh, well, six angry mm-hmm. emails. <laughs> um, but I've never seen anyone leave the ground because of a crusher tackle, ever. Mm. So I, I, I understand a bad crusher tackle has to be penalised, but these tiny little ones where you don't even see it and the guy's holding his neck and then they go back and look at it in the in the um, replay, mm. I, uh, I, I, I think it's pretty bad. Yeah. To the point where I think they need to bring in mandatory five minutes off if you're claiming a crush to tackle. Uh, yeah, I don't. I disagree. I, I get it. Like, I think it's. I get why people don't like it, and uh, I, I don't. I think penalising someone for being injured is just dumb. Like people, people milk penalties for being held down. Mm. People, you know, it's. I get. It's worse because that you. you you know, you it's the fabric of the game you're toying with a Yeah, but the difference bit. is is you can get yourself in a position to have a crusher tackle nine times out. Like it's yeah. easy for the and then you just and then just their their head gets stuck on someone for a split second. Yeah, I think they need to they need to maybe soften the penalties for crusher tackles that are clearly accidental. Um but I don't know. I it's a tricky one because I know what you mean. And especially players I mean Nathan Brown does it all the time where he mm. backs in. Mm. That's a it's a it, it's a tactic where you can get an offload away if you back in yep. to the tackle and it's it's harder for them to bring you down because they can't get around the front of your That's knees. Right. So yeah. you do get a lot of players backing in. Once they're tackled, they then turn around and back away. Mm. But then the natural reaction is to then, if you're going to come and tackle them, you're going to potentially put their head in a difficult position. So I don't know the answer, but, yeah, I, I, I get why you're done. but I'm done. It's just too yeah. many people rolling around, feeling the back of their head. And there's no, at least with an HIA, if someone lies down going, oh, oh, I've been hit, I've been hit, well, they're going to be taken off for 10 minutes, Mm. right? So at least there's that. If you're going to lie down, you're going to be off for 10 minutes to then get assessed. Crusher, oh, the back of my neck, the back of my neck. Okay, penalty, yay. Gets Mm. up, plays the ball, doesn't have to go off, no assessment, no nothing. There needs to be, if you're lying down holding the back of your neck to say, I've been crusher tackled, which suggests that it's so sore that you can't get up and play the ball, right? That's, that's, I get it, that's not what's happening. But if you stop play to hold the back of your neck, what you're saying is that hurts so much, I can't even get to my feet. Great. Well, then it must be pretty bad. We need to go and assess you and make sure you don't have pins and needles in your hands. Mm. And we need to do all that stuff yeah. to make sure that no damage has been done. And then you can come back on, but you need to be assessed. Yeah. See, I don't. I think then you're pun- you you're taking the onus of yeah. penalising a player that might have actually been hurt. So the flip side is players who are actually hurt. Yeah. Right. Don't want to go off and risk playing on where they might. They don't want to. Uh, you know I what I mean? I, don't I just reckon. think it's a. I don't. I don't think, think you can do that. If someone gets if someone gets crusher tackled, right? Yeah. I reckon that. But then if they, they won't, they, 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 if if it's bad enough that they have to hold the back of their neck and they're like, oh, I'm concerned about that, then it. But it's then what good if it is a crusher tackle? Yeah. 
and you give away a penalty. Yeah. So someone crush tackles Tom Turbo. Yep. He is properly crushed tackled. Yep. Penalty manly. Yep. Tom Turbo's off the field for ten minutes. What's well, the same as when someone gets hit in the head? Yeah, but he's not, but he's able to continue playing. And a lot of the time, the for reason eight, they they don't send you off for an HIA to punish you because you stayed down, they send you off for your health and safety. Yeah, and, that's and the sending same. you off, but there's no health and safety if you can move your fingers. It's not like a head injury where no, you could you could have you could have a you could have a broken bit in your neck. I don't, I don't know. I feel like then you've got to extend it. So if you if you claim that you were held down in a tackle for too long and milked the penalty. You're off for ten minutes. No, like, but the only reason. Stop. No, but there's only a re- well because only there was only a reason. It's a penalty is for health and safety. Yeah, being held down in a tackle is not for health and safety. Uh, I think it's just a no. You can't. If someone like, comes in and hits Tom Turbo in the head, they might not hit him that hard, and he could be fine for HR. You know, he he's absolutely fine. Still got to take him off for ten minutes and assess him. Mm. It's still, it's still not good for Manly. That's if he has that's to go off though, of and he gets hit high in the head. Yeah, you're in the bin for ten minutes under the current. Edict. If he mm. gets hit high in the head and he has to go off for an HIA, chances are it's going to be 10 in the bin. I don't know. I think I see what you're saying. I reckon they need to look at maybe fining players or – but then they can't because how, often there is like – even the one that Nathan Brown did, which was blatant against the Tigers mm. two years ago or a year, whenever it was, there was still pressure on his neck. Like it wasn't like there was no one around his neck. It obviously didn't hurt him because as soon mm. as he got the penalty, he got up and ran and tried to take a mm. quick tap. So he was obviously milking it. But I don't know. A player's the counter argument you could say is a player's milk when they like DCE when someone is running an obstruction, he lets them run into yeah, but him. Again, it's it's the health. It's it's mm. been brought in for mm. the health and safety. It's been brought in for the health and safety of the players, okay. right? So the problem being. Is when there might be the tiniest little one in there with no downward pressure, but the head's just a bit caught mm. on the back of someone's jersey, right? The ref's right there on the spot, mm. and they go, they don't call it, right? Because they're like, well, I saw that, and there was nothing in it, and yeah. you're clearly fine. But if they stay down and hold it, then the bunker's got to look at it and go, well, yeah, I mean. I guess I think, his, yeah. head, his head's held slightly that way. Okay. So they agree to disagree. They can't. They have to give the penalty every time yeah. because of that. It's like, well, his head was. Uh, but if he didn't put his pressure on him, there'd be no penalty. No, but a lot of the time there's no pressure there. The That's, head just gets yeah. held. Hey, Bill, am oh, I, in, I am I am I in danger now? I've got the I've got I've got my head. I've got my hand on the back of my head, and I've pushed it to my. Is that am yeah. I like okay? Just I get, because I, your I, head's in that position okay. doesn't mean it's dangerous. I I'm, I under, I hear you. Yeah. I understand anyway, what you're saying. We've really ended on a real but fiery note. I'm done. You know what I'm done with? <laughs> I'm Is that done. argument? <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, all right. Let's get... Uh, let's. Oh, well, that's game. That's game. That's it. That's all right. it. Um, we'll do this more regularly, won't we? Yeah, definitely. All right. I'll Always. see you in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, may your dreams be filled with maroon and white. And may Ruben Garrick... Not Brad Parker. Well, he already kissed us good morning. He kissed us good morning. Well, Ruben Garrick played so well on the weekend. He didn't send your birthday message. Oh, no. All right. Ruben Garrick and Brad Parker sneak into your bed for a devil's threesome. Oh, God. Now the stat's really hard. Benny, Center of Excellence from me.